I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I have not been this excited about a movie since I don't know when. By the way, God love you, Kenny Loggins, for writing one of the best songs that's ever been committed to a recording. God love you. God bless you. May you be fruitful and multiply. This You've got to see Top Gun Maverick. Listen to me. If you have not seen it, I'm not going to lead you wrong. This song, is it really? I mean, it's so badass. Top Gun Maverick is the best sequel I've ever seen of any movie. Rivaling, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. It rivals Godfather in terms of how good it is as a sequel. Godfather is my favorite movie. You guys know this. Followed by tombstone which is a movie about how gun control failed and then also magnificent seven also i could go for the yul brenner steve mcqueen original or i could go for the antoine fuqua brilliant remake with one of the best actors out there denzel washington top gun maverick is one of the best movies you're going to see you must see it this week and tom cruise did an amazing job all the flight where the where they have the cameras with those in in the jets those are real. Like he legit flew that and apparently was acting as he flew, which is kind of crazy. But it's so authentic. It is so good. The new characters that are introduced, even if you remove all of the nostalgia, this movie stands alone by itself, even without the nostalgia. And I got to give some props for the discipline required in order for Tom Cruise in his 60s to keep doing the role that he's doing. He is so good. And he doesn't, he, it does not ignore that, you know, here we're like 30 years in the, into the future. It, it wraps it in. It's part of the story and it's brilliant. It's such a good movie. You've got to see it. Now, here's what you're really going to love. I talked about this at the time. Do you remember when in the very beginning, when they announced that they were doing Top Gun 2? There was a lot of drama, and I was one of them who was critical that the Taiwanese flag had been removed from Maverick's jacket. And the, yeah, apparently, because one of China's, uh, the CCP's production companies, Tencent, had been originally involved in producing this. Well, apparently, they told uh, the commies to pound sand, Tencent pulled out, and the Taiwanese jacket is, was put, they put it back on the jacket. God bless America. This is a movie that is about American exceptionalism. It's a great movie that it's it it's just shows it's just a good American movie. I don't know how to describe it. 
it is th- that that feeling that we have missed from cinema for so long. And it's why it's just setting records. It just set another box office record. It breaks a 15-year Memorial Day box office record. Val Kilmer is in it. I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say. Val Kilmer, yes, Val Kilmer is in it. I know. You, you might want a tissue, especially this movie came out when I was in sixth grade, but I love Val Kilmer all throughout the 90s. And I saw Top Gun for the first time a couple years ago. Wish I would have seen it when I was younger. The scene with, oh, I'm just going to say, Val Kilmer, it's amazing. Go see it. Make a plan. I'm going to see it twice. I'm going to go and see it in the theater again. Go see it. We're going to be back after this. Stay with us. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Really wanted to break into the chorus there with that canned heat, but we're going to come back to it. All right, so first up, workers vote to become the first unionized Starbucks in Alabama. Will it mean that your beans aren't over-roasted? Will it mean that you're going to save money on the price of your coffee? No, none of these things. We have no assurances. They just said that they're, we're like, unionizing, and I just, that's it. That's all. I mean, did they really have, like, that bad of a life that they... You know, I'm just asking, you know, who knows? FDA investigating hepatitis A outbreak linked to organic strawberries sold at major retailers. Sidebar, I hate organic. I hate it. There's, I just, I will not do it. I f- just feel like it's crappier fruit. It's just a way for them to just sell you crappy fruit. Give me the GMOs. I don't care. I really don't care. Coat it in wax. I don't care. I just think it all, have you noticed all the organic fruit looks like butt? It's horrible. So anyway... They're investigating the FDA. They said that these organic strawberries sold at major retailers, Tainted Fruit, which is a whole new song, maybe possibly a parody band that's only soft sell covers. Just going to (laughs) say. They said that it was sold at Aldi, H-E-B, Kroger, Trader Joe's, Walmart, Safeway, and others. I'm, I'm, I grow my own strawberries, so I don't care about this, but I'm just like, don't be one of those people who think I'm eating so much health because it's organic. Penn and Teller did a whole episode on this with their BS series, and it was actually really good. You could find it on YouTube or Amazon Prime, I think. Also, CBS News says, well, 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 looky here. Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, he got sassed and was, arred- and was arrested for drunk driving. Oh, I'm sorry, alleged drunk driving. The 82-year-old drunkard was driving a 2021 Porsche. This is so, so Democrat privilege. And hit a 2014 Jeep. He tried to cross the state road. Oh, my gosh. And on top of it, it was in Napa country. So, you know, this wino was had, was a few bottles in. Driving his 2021 Porsche. And he was at a dinner party with some friends. He left to drive home. They said it was a short distance away, but as we all know from insurance statistics, most accidents happen within five miles of the home. And they said that he was fully cooperative, but we should ban assault cars. No one needs a Porsche. No one needs anything that goes that fast. You don't need that many, you know, RPMs. You don't need that. Also, her office responded, and I don't care. Uh, A cake activist attacked the Mona Lisa. Uh, A man wearing a disguise to look like an old woman. It's all on video. Uh, jumped out of a wheelchair and tried to smash the glass at the Louvre and then smeared cake on it. Didn't work, but he's nuts. Stay with us. This is from ABC and the New York Times. Disney is labeling Tinkerbell and Captain Hook as potentially problematic per a report. I know. And it's and it's a New York Times piece, too. They had this whole thing, and they said they've been drawn into the partisan fray and uh, all this stuff, and and that they said Tinkerbell is marked for 
caution because she is body conscious and jealous of Peter Pan's attention, according to the executives. Captain Hook could expose Disney to accusations of discrimination or prejudice against individuals with disabilities because he's a villain. So their argument is Captain Hook's problematic because he's got a peg leg and a hook for a hand. Does he have a peg leg? I know he's got a hook for a hand. I don't remember. So he's disabled. And if, I mean, I don't know anybody else with hooks for hands. (laughs) So the argument, wait. Yeah. So the argument (laughs) is they're portraying disabled people as villains. Is that what they're saying? Yes, yes. That she's too body conscious because she's jealous of Peter Pan and Captain Hook exposes Disney to accusations of discrimination and prejudice against people with disabilities because he's a bad guy. So people with disabilities cannot play bad characters ever. The yoga stretch of logic in in these things is amazing. Only able-bodied people can be villains. No, that's totally not discriminatory at all in any respect. But what Mm. about the one-armed man in that one Harrison Ford movie? Ooh, by the way, Ursula... They said that she's also problematic. She's Isn't she like the big fat squid or something like that? The sea witch from Little Mermaid. Yeah. They said that she's also problematic because she has lavender skin and black legs and she could be viewed through a racial lens. She is, I don't even know what this means, queer coded in character with mannerisms that rem, like that I guess evoke drag queens. Are you saying because she's overmade and and fat and ugly that she looks like a drag queen? Is that what you're saying? That she makes her, her she has too much makeup on, so she looks like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I'm hearing. <clears throat> this is so dumb. They're so afraid. You know why? Because there are people who get off on pretending to be victims. I am absolutely. Who's offended by Captain Hook? I mean, who's how many people do you legit know in life that have a gold hook for a hand? Raise your hand. I mean, who does that? Who know who's going to be offended over that? Right? This is so stupid. This is this is woke turns everything. He Trump was right. So you know what? Yeah. <clears throat> and so the. Article st- says that they are, they're trying to figure out these hot bus- button issues. Hot and they said that, you know, Disney's version of Tinkerbell was flagged because, you know, she's just Tinkerbell's so worried about her appearance. They have what they call a stories matters, stories matter team. And the team goes and flags potentially problematic characters or you know like stories or whatever and they send it to senior leads at the company yeah so because ursula has lavender skin and big blue eyeshadow and giant red lips they said that she's a a racist depiction of like a drag queen apparently there's like i don't know how and like in, in the movies Aristocrats and Dumbo, <clears throat> excuse me, they said that the crows perform a minstrel act. Oh, my gosh. And that uh, the Princess Tiger Lily engages in dancing, wearing a head, headdress and other exaggerated tropes. It is a form of mockery and appropriation. It's appropriation by a literal made up cartoon character, but whatever. This is what we're dealing with. This is why everything sucks. This is why Netflix sucks. 
Disney would not comment to the New York Times on their article. But do you realize how unbelievable, how unbelievably racist it is? What they're insinuating in this New York Times and ABC piece, they're saying that if you are disabled, that you cannot be a villain because they the I, I'm trying to be generous of mind here. Sometimes villains are the most interesting people to play. But the argument is that because I guess the character is is in a bad light, we can never show anyone who is disabled as playing a villain because th- what they're incapable they're incapable of either playing a villain or disabled people are somehow also deprived of their free will ability you're dehumanizing them by reducing them to nothing but baby angels you realize that i mean just because someone has a disability does not mean that they are somehow separated from the rest of humanity with these roles or choices or anything else that is the most dehumanizing and bigoted thing of all jeez I'm waiting for when they hate Moana. I don't know. They may. Right? I just, I don't know. Everything, like, I'm just right. I'm just waiting. Yeah. I didn't think they'd say anything about a hook hand. But here we are. Here we are. Everything's dumb. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Can we just, like, you know, just Alan White. God love you, drummer for Yes, underappreciated, a rock band, one of the best, age 72, pass away. All right, (sighs) Florida man, can I just say, I don't, I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually played Frisbee. WFLA has this story. So a man was apparently retrieving a Frisbee that he lost, and he was apparently, this is how it's being investigated by Largo police, he was attacked and killed by a gator at a park in Largo. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission and trappers were at the scene. They said there have been a number of alligator attacks and bite incidents in the area. There was another guy who went to get his, his uh, golf disc and he got bit in the face by a gator. Now, they don't have any information yet about who, you know, the, the victim, etc. If you lose your Frisbee in a puddle in Florida, that's a gator's Frisbee now. Leave it. Don't be going back to get your Frisbee. Don't be going back to get your golf ball. You can replace a Frisbee. It's pl- I'll buy one for you. Stay away from it, because that's a Gator's Frisbee now. Tomorrow, I'll tell you about how a man had a tantrum and threw chili at people in St. Petersburg and got a felony battery charge. Yeah, fun times. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.